Have you ever felt like you were going crazy trying to survive in this world as a Christian? From denying your flesh and not hauling off on someone that pushes you a little too far to learning how to bring up Jesus in a conversation without being called judgmental. Yeah, I get it. It's been hard for me too. But each week we get to dive deep into these conversations that most believers won't ever talk about and hopefully provide encouragement, healing, and knowledge where it's due. It's time to draw the curtains and bring some things to the light. We're getting real, raw, and true. This is Christian Girl in a Godless World with Dominique Duar. Let's get it. What's up, everybody? Oh, man, I'm so excited right now to be on this podcast. Man, I never thought I, I, I literally never thought I would be able to do something like this. And I'm just so happy to be here with you all and to really dive into some serious topics um, just about what it's like to be a Christian. I think all of us who are believers of Christ, we know that it's hard living in this world. You know, we have to deal with so much stuff. We have to be a certain way. We have to be Christ-like. And I wanted to start this podcast to have a, a safe place for us to really be able to talk about these issues that we're having and to provide encouragement and love for each other. So if you are listening right now, I thank you. Thank you so much for hopping on here. And I hope that this podcast really inspires you um, to just keep growing in your faith and just to keep, you know, fighting and keep going forward in your life and doing what the Lord is calling you to do. And we're going to have fun. I'm so excited. We're going to have a lot of deep topics that we're going to talk about, but we're going to have a lot of fun stuff as well. So I just wanted to first introduce myself for those of you who are new to me, who you don't know who I am. So my name is Dominique Dewar. I'm 28 years old. I am a clinical therapist um, for this foster care agency called, um, uh, just a foster care agency. And I have been doing counseling for like over two years now. You know, I have my master's in counseling and I went to school, uh, my bachelor's in psychology and I just love counseling. Like from the time I was a senior year in college, I just loved everything about being able to encourage people just in their day to day life. Like I just I love being able to help people um, get through barriers that are kind of causing them to not be able to be the person that. God is calling them to be, to be able to remove those stumbling blocks. So I'm just so happy um, to be here. So I'm I'm married. I'm newly married. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I have been married for eight months to an amazing, amazing man named Marco. And I just love him so much. We met online on this Christian dating site and he's actually from Jamaica. So I just, uh, the whole, our whole story, we would have to definitely do an episode just talking about us and, and relationships and stuff like that. But we met online. He's from Jamaica. We were long distance for a really long time. And, uh, finally, you know, we're living together full time. He's over here in America with me. So I just thank God. It's been a beautiful eight months so far and I can't wait until years from now where we're looking back and we're just like, man, do you remember when that happened? So yes, I'm married. Um, and I also started a brand called edgy godly girl, which I started to help women, um, be unique and bold in their pursuit of God. I I struggle so much with my self-esteem 
when I was younger, even up into my early adulthood of, of really embracing who I was and the unique person that God made me to be. And I wanted to create a brand for women who are just like me, who have had those same struggles, had those same issues. And I, I thank God that he was able to help me do that. Um, so I have a brand, you know, I have a website, everything. I'll have all of those links and things for you all. If you want to check me out and check out what I'm doing, what's going on. I'm just excited um, to just share more with you all and to communicate and interact with everybody like for real. And lastly, I have written a book um, called Present Your Body and Uncensored Girl Talk About Sex and Celibacy. That's my first book. It is out, it's published, and I wrote that book to talk about my testimony about how I surrendered my body to God, you know, up until marriage and just all of the highs and lows of that process, all the mistakes I made, all the relationships I got into, and I really um, break down just the spiritual, mental, emotional um, things that can happen to you if you do not wait um, to have sex, you know, until you're married. So I really break it down just the way that God gave it to me. And after I break it down and go real, real, real deep, I pretty much encourage my readers to pursue this process. And I let them know of what they could possibly um, get in that process, like what to expect. And then I end it with a bang, like call to action. You can do this. You got this. So if you are interested in that book for my ladies, even men, you can read it too. It's coming from a women's perspective, but I'm, I'm, you know, not going to discriminate men can most certainly read it. You know, I, I think it can still encourage you as well. Um, so if you're interested, you can go, it's on Amazon and Kindle. And it's also um, a link to it on my website. And I'm on social media, you know, all of that. I'll leave all of those links. But I just wanted to give you all a brief introduction to me. Um, and there's probably other things that you'll hear about me and my life and, you know, all that type of stuff, you know, throughout the different episodes. But I just wanted to kind of start off with that just so you all could just know and get to know a little bit about who I am and, and what I'm about. So today, you know, was a, a pretty much a brief intro just to me, just to the podcast. So I want to briefly kind of get into just kind of my first first topic, just because this is still kind of hot. In the media, you know, everybody is still kind of talking about it. And because there's so much happening um, because of this, I definitely think it's good to address this in our in the first episode. So I want to talk about Kanye West. Like, I, I've probably talked about it so much, but I, now that I'm I'm doing this podcast, I really think this is a great space to be able to kind of dive a little bit deeper into it. And just kind of what I think about what's been going on as far as his transformation and everything like that. You know, his new CD, you know, Jesus is King, which I'm sure a lot of people have pretty much heard. All of you who are listening, you've probably heard it before. And I just want to talk a little bit about that. Okay. And I want to hear you guys thoughts. So I'm going to definitely give you all the opportunity to reach out to me with any questions or comments or concerns, anything that you have that I can be able to address later on. So Mr. Kanye West, we know that he has had a very, very, very tough journey. Um, starting from pretty much when his mother passed away. Like we know that that was such a devastating thing that could happen to him. And, you know, 
I feel like I saw kind of the shift of what happened to him and, you know, how everything changed. Because I remember um, when I was younger, he actually recorded um, Jesus Walks like at my home church, like my childhood church, New Friendship. He actually recorded Jesus Walks. And I actually I wasn't even able to get in there because I think I went to like 11 o'clock service and I left and went home. And then I found out (laughs) after I had already gone home that he had just randomly showed up to the church and, and wanted to record Jesus walk. So whoever was already in the church, you know, was able to be in the, um, excuse me, be in the video, but they wouldn't, they weren't letting any new people in the church. And I was just like, Oh my goodness, I should have never left. And I was just freaking out about it. But I remember, you know, that day when he was recording and he was just so radical and, You know, you could tell that he loved the Lord and then everything just took a downward spiral. We all know the journey. You know, we all know what happened to him and all of the different stuff, the different things that he was saying, you know, in the media. I really believe that he was going um, through just kind of a spiritual warfare um, after his mother passed. And I really believe that, you know, the devil was just tormenting him you know, for all of those years. Like, I mean, I I don't know what it's like to lose a mother. My mother is still very much alive and healthy and well. And I I can't imagine, you know, what that must have been like to lose his mother, you know, and, and the toll that it, you know, took on him. And I think a lot of people who have given, you know, had so much criticism against him don't really understand that. They don't really understand, um, like, what that's like to lose a parent, you know, especially if they, if you had a great relationship with your parent and and losing them, um, in that way. So, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people are just kind of forgetting that. Like if you were in his shoes and you were really close to your mom or your dad and one of them passed away, how would you feel about that? Like literally, how would you feel, you know, about that? You know, and I, and I bet you would be in his in his same position. Like, well, maybe I, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know how people can be kind of insensitive just to his grieving process. I mean, people grieve in different ways. And, you know, because I'm a clinical therapist, I, you all may hear a lot of clinical things come out of my mouth. <laughs> Just because that's my life, you know, that's my full-time job. That's what I do. And and my brain thinks that way also. Um, But I think a lot of people try to tell people how they should grieve. Well, you know, you should be over it by now. Like, no, you, you, you don't get, you don't have the right to tell me that, you know, people are going to go through their own grieving process. And that's what we have to understand. And we have to be supportive and loving about that. You know, we can't use that as an opportunity to knock somebody while they're already down. You're supposed to use it as an opportunity to lift them up, you know? So I think just kind of looking at his story overall, just from how he started when he first, you know, came out, you know, in the, in the media and came out as a rapper and everything like that. And up until now, like he's totally had um, what I would think is kind of equivalent to like a Saul to Paul transformation. And I know a lot of people agree with this, but I, I definitely agree. Like we already know how Saul was in the Bible. Like Saul killed Christians. You know, he was he was a murderer and he did a lot of, of bad things. But in the end, he transformed totally. And then he was one of the greatest apostles that 
I've ever read about that I've ever known of. So we know that God is capable of, of changing anybody, but it also has to start with you. If you, if you deep down want to change and you want something more then God can take you, you know, even further with that. So I think, you know, what we're seeing with Kanye is a Saul to Paul transformation. I really believe that God is beginning to transform him and he's beginning to heal him even more from just all of the wounds in his heart, just over, you know, the years in his life. Um, and there may be things in his childhood that we don't even know about. And that's another thing that I think people don't take into consideration. Like you don't know how he grew up. At least I don't really know how he grew up. Maybe he talked about it at some point, but I don't know in depth, um, how he grew up and what his childhood was like. So we don't know that could have had a a huge influence on his life and just the things that's happened to him and just his actions and his thoughts and his behaviors, all of that, you know, and I like to always say that, you know, we don't know how someone grew up, you know, everybody grew up differently and the way you grew up and your experiences completely shape you, you know, unfortunately it does. It can shape you for better or for worse. So I think, you know, just taking all of that into account. But I think, you know, a lot of the criticism is like, well, he, you know, was calling himself God and he was doing. Yeah, he did a lot of wrong stuff. And so did Paul. I mean, you know, literally so did Paul when he was Saul. (laughs) I mean, we literally can see that it's, it's, it's almost the same because and I think it's so profound that. Saul changed his name to Paul because that that was really a representation of his of his dedication and giving up his his old life and his old beliefs and totally allowing God to use him the way he created him for. And I think with Kanye, the Lord is doing the same thing, you know, and people also have to be just considerate that this Christian walk is not an easy walk you know, which is another reason why I created this podcast is because we need to be able to discuss how hard it is to be a Christian. It's not totally easy. It's just not. And we have to just be real about that. We have to be honest about the fact that it is not easy, you know, to be a Christian. It's a lot that we have to deal with. It's a lot that we have to go through. We have to learn how to, you know, like I said, deny our flesh We have to learn how not to do what other people who are of the world are doing. We have to all the time constantly be Christ-like and we have to practice that according to what his word says. And, you know, people are expecting him to just come out the woodworks and be, you know, freaking, I don't know, St. Francis or something. And that's not going to happen. Like he's, he's new, you know, I don't want to say he's brand new, but he's coming back to God. And because he was with the Lord before, you know, he believed in God. He had a relationship with God and he left, he rebelled. And now he's come back like the prodigal son. He's come back home. So just thinking about that whole process, you know, he's, he's going through a whole transformation and he's not going to get it right. None of us get it right. And that's what people have to understand us as Christians. We do not get everything right. We fall every single day. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And we have to, you know, just be better and more merciful and grace, gracious towards each other and towards other people and understand that, you know, we're still all on this journey towards perfection and towards perfection in God's eyes to be totally Christ-like a hundred percent. 
And we're going to be on that journey for the rest of our life. And we have to understand that Kanye is on that same journey. And instead of criticizing him, instead of trying to bring up all of the old things that he did and talking about testing of the spirits, like I've y'all, I've heard so much stuff and I'm just like, I get all of that. But even if you're not sure of what's going on, pray for him. If you're a believer, you should be praying automatically for, for anybody who is, who is professing that they believe in God, that they are coming to Christ. You should automatically say, you know what? I'm going to go and intercede for you on your behalf. I'm going to intercede for you because if you are making this declarations in the earth, the devil already after you, he like, nah, you know, we can't have this. We need him to go back into the world, you know, where he was at. We need him to go back to saying that he was God and go back to doing this and making this type of music and bringing out these sort of messages. The devil doesn't want you to give all of that up and go with God. So automatically, if you have a person that's professing to believe in Jesus and to give their lives to God, we need to be praying for them immediately because all of the attacks are going to come right at that moment because you are literally going against your flesh. So we have to understand that he needs prayer. He doesn't need more and more criticism from people and especially believers. A lot of the criticism that I've heard is from believers and it saddens me. And I know that we're all not perfect, but we have to try to do better. We have to work at this, you know, every single day we have to work at it and realize, look, I need that same mercy. We need, we all need that mercy every, every single day. So why not give it to another person? Kanye is just as much God's child as we are. And we shouldn't look at him as less than us. We should look at ourselves lesser than him. We should never look at other people and say, I'm better than you. That, that God tells us not to ever do that. So I just, you know, I wanted to briefly go into that, but I don't want to ramble (laughs) y'all, but it's a podcast too, but I just wanted to, you know, talk about that. I really, I, I, I really, really believe that the Lord is using him. And just during my time of prayer, just when everything was unfolding and when his, when his album was released and, you know, when I first heard the album and I've told a few people this, I've told some friends this, when I first heard the album and I was listening to it immediately, I heard the Lord tell me, start praying for him. And I just started praying for him. And then I started kind of you know, speaking some prophetic words over him and it just started coming out. And I'm just like, Lord, you are really using this man. And I know a lot of people don't believe it because it's so abnormal to him, uh, to them, but God is using Kanye. And I mean, I know people will agree to disagree with what I say and that's fine. We, we all going to agree to disagree, but I know what I heard from the Lord. (laughs) I I mean, I, I, I've gotten to the point where I, I do hear the Lord, you know, good. And I feel, I definitely believe that, that God is, is, is shaping and molding Kanye. And I really believe that he's using him to reach the hearts of people that he's never been able to reach. So I think even if you're still, if you're one of the ones who are still skeptical, I think just continue to pray. You know, you don't have to say anything to anybody. You don't have to make any public declaration about your, you know, your doubt or your skepticism, just pray for him. I really think that's what he needs. He don't need people having debates, but
but I think he just needs prayer. He needs constant prayer that Lord, if this is you, if he's really after your heart, just continue to give him strength, continue to push him closer to you, continue to help him to, to get rid of all of the temptations of the world and to truly fall at your feet. Cause that's, that's a prayer that I pray every day. So I just wanted to briefly talk about that. And I want to know what y'all think. Like, what do you think about this whole Kanye West situation? Like, do you, are you, do you agree? Do you agree or do you disagree? Um, or just what are your thoughts? Are you like, do you agree with the whole notion of just praying for him and just kind of seeing, you know, what the Lord does and what he unfolds before our eyes? Cause I think what, what the Lord is going to unfold before us is going to be something really, really beautiful. So I just wanted to, you know, talk about that. But like I said, leave me a comment, leave me a question, you know, communicate. Definitely. You know, we, this can be an ongoing topic, but I just wanted to get it started with this first episode, you know, into talking about that since it's still kind of hot right now, but yes, thank you all for listening today. I appreciate you so, so, so much. And I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to end off every episode with a prayer. So father God, Lord, I just thank you just for this day. God, I thank you for what you're doing just in our lives. I thank you for what you're revealing to us, Lord. I just thank you that you are faithful. I thank you that you have never given up on us, God. Even when we turn our backs on you, you have never given up on on us. So I just thank you so much, Lord, for your love, for your mercy, for your grace, which is everlasting, Lord. And I just pray that you continue to lead us and guide us towards you, Father. I pray that you continue to reveal yourself to us, that you renew our minds, that you would um, bridle our tongue, Father God, that we will not speak things that are not of you, Father God, that we will not speak things against ourselves and other people, that everything that comes out of our mouths will flow blessings and, and, and graces onto people and onto ourselves, Lord. And I just pray that you will continue to guide us and lead us towards your will, your, your good and perfect will. And we just love you. And it is in your precious son's name I pray. Amen. All right. So you all survived the first episode with me, Christian Girl in a Godless World with Dominique Dewar. Thank you again. And I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.